Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me on the Bio Breakthroughs podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is Dr. Marissa Cruz, the Chief Medical Officer at Empatica. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to have you. Let's dive right in. Tell the audience about your background. Absolutely. So as, as Jared said, I'm the Chief Medical Officer of Empatica. I'm a board-certified internist and endocrinologist, and I spent about seven years in total at FDA in various capacities after I uh, finished my clinical training. Um, in the last few years of my tenure, I spent at CDRH, the Medical Device Center, uh, focused on digital health policy development and helping startups and other industry uh, members to navigate some of the FDA guidelines around what is a medical device, what does it mean to be regulated, et cetera. Um, I then moved to the private sector and have had a few uh, leadership roles in medical device companies that are really focused in the digital health sector, um, including prescription digital therapeutics and digital biomarkers. So I've, I'm thrilled to be with Empatica now. I help oversee the regulatory and quality group, as well as our uh, data science group that helps to develop our proprietary digital biomarkers. What was that transition like going from uh, going into the, the private space? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, it's, it, it's I felt very privileged to have been able to see digital health from so many different angles, right? And I think you see it in clinical practice as an endocrinologist. Uh, diabetes is actually a space where there's been a lot of innovation in medical devices over the past several years, including patient-facing digital health interfaces. Um, so you get to see it from that clinical practice standpoint, obviously as a regulator, uh, thinking about, you know, what are the boundaries of law and regulation? What is a construct for safe and effective development of algorithms that can be put into clinical practice or used in research. And then on the private sector, you know, I think there's the perspective of needing an agile but consistent uh, framework within which to innovate. For those that, let's, let's assume there's still some people that haven't heard of Empatica. Give us an overview of the company and where things are at today and, and also talk us through your, your health mo uh, monitoring platform. Absolutely. So Empatica was founded in 2011, actually as a spinoff out of MIT. So it came out of a lab that was founded by Dr. Rosalind Picard, and her team was really focused on effective computing and development of wearable technology that could seamlessly, unobtrusively, and continuously monitor patient data uh, for more actionable insights into health. Empatica has grown a lot over the last couple of years. We're now a team of about 120 people, uh, quite a diversified group um, with a real shared commitment to meaningfully changing healthcare through innovative technology. And we really care about patient outcomes and improving the research base um, by which people develop innovations in healthcare delivery. Um, so our software and our algorithms have really been created to help professionals in both research and the clinical care setting uh, to achieve that goal through a better understanding of human physiology. And we do that through, uh, as you mentioned, the Empatica Health Monitoring Platform. We've built a full stack platform that is FDA cleared and enables continuous data collection um, in, in order to support insights into human health um, across a range of physiologic and behavioral digital biomarkers. So those span clinical domains from CNS biomarkers through physical activity, sleep, cardiac activity, and respiratory data. 
Um, just for a little bit more detail, the, the platform is really powered by the Embrace Plus smartwatch. So that's equipped with a number of advanced sensors for robust data collection. That's a wrist-worn uh, device. And then that can be combined with our proprietary care software suite. So that goes from an app that is used by either the research participant or the patient, and then is coupled with our secure cloud infrastructure and as I mentioned, our clinically validated digital biomarkers. So that united sort of comprehensive platform um, enables clinicians and researchers to pursue remote monitoring as well as data collection for research purposes. Specifically for, for researchers, what are some of the, the values and benefits of embracing these digital biomarkers? So I think the real potential, what gets me excited about the space is the possibility for additional granularity beyond what you get for periodic clinic-based uh, standard measurements, right? That typically in a research study, you might have a, a research participant who comes in, you know, monthly for a set of assessments. And while those are valuable and clinically validated, um, they, they're only a snapshot, right? And they can be influenced by things such as the, the site staff or the protocol. Um, you know, they, they're, they're less reflective of kind of real world settings. And so I'm excited by the idea of continuous data collection, um, as well as more of a glimpse into what physiology looks like in a real world setting, because I think it can provide valuable insights into health that might have otherwise been overlooked, right? It enables the ability to triage, to identify early signs of potential cl clinical deterioration, or even to give us more insight into a disease state earlier in the process. I would love um, if, you could, if you could also dive into specifically advanced methods of remote patient monitoring, specifically how it you know, or sorry, not how it, what it offers in terms of decentralized clinical trials and beyond that. That's, it's been a topic that we've had. Uh, we've had companies come on, talk more about decentralized uh, clinical trials, but this is kind of a different spin in terms of uh, the remote patient monitoring piece. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, this, this type of flat platform is uh, really ideally suited for either fully decentralized clinical trials or for hybrid trials, right, where you combine some degree of remote patient monitoring in a home setting with uh, traditional clinic visits, right, to get different kinds of assessments. And obviously, the data collection is administered by slightly different uh, personnel in each setting. Um, our platform has been used quite widely in um, a number of those types of trial settings. And I think the benefits of using this kind of platform uh, for research really centers on measures of increased retention, increased adherence, and as I mentioned, reduced reliance on point-in-time measurements. So to the first two points, increased retention and adherence, I think, is really getting at patient access to research, right? It's known that less than 5% of people who are eligible to participate in clinical research actually do. And a lot of those barriers to participation involve you know, time to get to the clinic, um, the ability to be aware of the that the research is happening in the first place. Um, and then at times the, the geographic distance from hospitals who are participating in research that's relevant to you uh, can be um, insurmountable. And so I think increased retention um, 
really gets to one, uh, breaking down some of those barriers to access for clinical research, and then two, making it very intuitive and easy for patients to participate, right? It's a comfortable, intuitive interface um, that patients can wear to go about their daily business um, and continuously and passively con collects data uh, relevant to the to the research. Um, I think that that patient experience is borne out by evidence of increased adherence. And we have had a couple of studies where we've looked at, um, you know, the drop off in patients using the smartwatch over time um, and have found really impressive adherence numbers with up to 90 to 95% of patients um, using the watch continuously throughout the, the multiple week study period. Um, and then, as I said, reduced reliance on point in time measurements, I think is incredibly helpful to raise the bar of objectivity uh, related to clinical research data collection. Um, when we rely on either self-reported data or these snapshot, snapshot measurements, I think, um, again, while, while very valuable in certain settings, I think uh, they do have a degree of subjectivity and they do have a degree of, uh, you know, sort of challenges in inter-rater reliability, the ability for one person to be capturing the same sentiment as another person from a slightly different vantage point. So the ab ability to collect data that's objective and consistent and high quality, I think is a real advantage uh, in the clinical research space. Staying on this topic of clinical trials and, and really focusing on something that everyone cares about, right? How is Empatica ensuring both safety and data protection um, when utilizing these clinical trials? Yeah, that's that's obviously um, an incredibly important point and one that's uh, brought up early in conversations when we think about new collaborations and partnerships. So data protection and data security, patient privacy are very foundational to Empatica. And the Empatica Health Monitoring Platform is fully compliant with both HIPAA and GDPR. And that really means that all collected biomarker data is de-identified, it's not linked to the personal information of users, and it enables users to be able to request that their personal information, it can be deleted at any time. Uh, we also make sure to protect the patient's data collection during studies using um, security measures, including um, creating uh, de-identified uh, databases, encrypting the data, which is crucial, and then using those controls in conjunction with elements uh, that were designed to preserve and um, prioritize confidentiality, data integrity, and data availability. And one of the things I always like to focus on uh, whenever we have a guest on the show is in terms of what's what's next so what's next for empatica that that's getting you really excited that you can share with us here today absolutely so one one thing that i've been very excited about recently is uh the launch of our actigraphy mode um and one thing that i i think empatica really stands out from um other offerings in the marketplace with is um, our customizable sensor modes. So that really allows for researchers to focus on specific parameters that are of most relevance to their clinical trial while maximizing battery life. And the actigraphy mode launch is our uh, fully maximized battery life of up to 14 days, um, which is, uh, I think, a, a real 
um, significant improvement on other offerings on the market and again get to those um, underlying goals of making this a very seamless experience from the perspective of a patient. So only needing to charge every week or two instead of a daily or every few hours kind of charge um, is a significant improvement on the patient experience. Um, we've also enabled uh, an option for researchers to develop their own digital biomarkers uh, using our platform, um, which allows for further customization of sensor performance to specific study needs. And so I think um, this has always been sort of in the roadmap for Empatica to uh, have a very usable sort of off the shelf offering that is again full stack and fully integrated but to allow for this degree of customization um, and I think the actigraphy mode is a perfect example of where we've uh, optimized uh, both sensor parameters and battery life um, to enable uh, I think an improved patient experience and improved researcher experience. I want to thank you, by the way, so much for, for coming on the show and sharing your thoughts and, and telling us more about Empatica. And I hope we can have you come on in the near future. and We can dive into some more topics um, and go from there. But really, really excited and super happy that we were able to chat today and, and wishing you all the best. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Jared. I really appreciate it.